0: Far over the misty mountains, cold to dungeons deep and caverns old, the pines were roaring on the heights, the winds were moaning. The fire was red, it flaming spread, the trees like torches blazed with light.
1: And that was our rendition of uh, Misty Mountains Cold by uh, The Hobbit, which is inspired by Norse mythology, which happens to be our topic today. Absolutely, yeah. The poem is uh, actually
0: in The Hobbit, too. It was written by uh, Tolkien, and it's one of the, the cooler poems I like from The Hobbit book itself. But, yeah, I mean, everything Tolkien is, especially the dwarves, is, you know, Norse or Nordic.
1: Yeah, and, Yeah, everything is inspired by either... Norse mythology, uh, the Kaleval, which is Finnish mythology, and then a lot of old English, like tales as well. So. Say that word again. Finnish or no. Kaleval? Kaleval. Kaleval. I think it's Kalevala. Kalevala. Which is okay. Which is actually so it's Norse myth. Norse mythology. Finnish mythology. Mm. Uh, it too was written down. I think long after um, it was uh, practiced. Right. Sure. But it it was originally sung like the whole. Kaleval which is like you know, story every it's a bunch of stories, it's a collection of stories. But the whole thing was so it was an oral tradition, but it was sung.
0: That's something that's uh, I think that's very um, that's Nordic in like their culture and their history. Uh, the Icelandic people, of course, are Nordic, and they, I I, I wish I could remember the word. I should have looked it up. But they maybe it is just Kaleval like something similar to that. Like it's poetry and singing, but it's not spoken, and it's not. Song. it's sort of a mix of the two and that's how they tell their stories and that's how they, they even do it to this day from what i understand in like grade schools like you know children yeah, learn it like and
1: tlc from the 90s yeah right yeah <laughs> just like tlc zach yeah
0: i don't think tlc is very relevant in icelandic school rooms but maybe i'm wrong what do i know yeah don't be no
1: scrub hey don't go chasing the waterfalls okay <sighs> but i want to fall <laughs> So, when did you first get interested in Norse mythology? What, in Vikings? Yeah. Well, or I, Norse mythology, Vikings, that kind of like... Well, I was definitely interested in...
0: I would probably, I think, say that I was in, interested first in Norse mythology before I became interested in Viking history, right? Okay, because yeah. Because I was older. I, wanted a, I used to be like a history buff of sorts, especially because of school and good history teachers. But Norse mythology was introduced to me right away. I mean, in the 80s what wasn't inspired by Superman or Thor, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I
1: mean, you got He-Man, which is what that is. Thor, I mean, right? He-Man is Thor. <laughs> it's got to be. yeah.
0: So and then, of course, I, you know, I saw Thor everywhere in comic stores and in and, and cartoons and things like that. So yeah, right away off the bat, I'm like, oh, a guy with a huge, cool hammer and he's got a he flies and has a cape just like Superman. Uh, but Thor
1: did not fly. Well, he throws he his hammer. Fly, yes. He throws his hammer and holds on to it. Yeah, that's how he flies.
0: Well, that's still flying. I mean, it's, you hold on to a plane by sitting it's like into jumping. it. Like <laughs> jumping, <laughs> it's <laughs> falling with style. I guess yeah. I don't know. It's flying, and uh, but I guess what's interesting, and I've I've I, as I got older, what what interested me more, in fact, about Norse mythology is learning just how different it is from,
1: let's say, Hollywood Norse mythology or, or oh, Marvel yeah, Norse like, mythology. If you take Marvels, yeah, o, uh, Odin and and Thor, they're, they're completely so completely different. different. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they do rip some stories straight out of the poetic edda and the prose edda, which is Snorri Sturluson's uh, remembering of his family and his, like, his passed down tales. And he wrote it down because people were forgetting these, these kennings and he wanted they to be were able getting to them wrong. Well, they just, yeah, like, so a kenning is, uh, say, uh, an otter's, what is it? An otter's treasure or something like that, which would be, uh, the gold that was paid for, uh, the life of Otter, who was a dwarf that was transformed into an otter at the time that Loki killed and he had to pay for blood money pretty much.
0: See, this is what I'm so glad that we're, I was so excited to do talk about Vikings today because I love that you, your understanding of the Norse mythology is really good, at least compared to me, especially. Yeah. And I, I like that. Uh, I like that we, we can learn, I can learn from you the differences between, like, start with Thor. Okay. Like, first of all, how many people know that Thor has two goats? That blew my mind.
1: Yeah, uh, two Snasher, and then I can't remember the other one. It's something else, like very simple and weird, like that. But uh, that's the one thing I'm really bad about with Norse mythology is that everything has a name. Oh, there's a lot of names. Everything, oh my god, swords, rocks, <laughs> a cow—like
0: <laughs> they all have names. And a lot of it, it's like it's like because of the like, what do you call it, the Scandinavian language, the Asla- yeah. or Icelandic? I love the language, but a lot of it sounds like someone sneezing in the middle of coughing. You know what I mean? There's a lot of...
1: Ch- uh, hard consonants. And it's hard, and, man. And and, and and the sound... Vs and... It's yeah. not.
0: It's rhythmic and then it isn't rhythmic. It's, it wants to be melodic and then it isn't. Its rhythm is so <laughs> different, you know? And it's very unique. No, I like it, though. You know, but yeah, Thor and his
1: goats. Yeah, so... Oh, the cool thing, the story with his goats is that uh, he, he was on his travels with uh, Loki... And they were going to, uh, oh, one of the, they were going to Jotunheim, right? To, mm, to go. As you do. Yeah. You know, you know, do some visiting, raiding, you know, whatever. Visit some giants. Um, but they came across a family, just a regular farm family. They were poor. They didn't have much to, to, in the ways of hospitality. Like they couldn't give much food and they didn't have anything. So they weren't necessarily good hosts, but Thor's like, Oh, that's fine. You know, I'll just kill my goats and we'll eat them. And then, uh, they're like, are you sure? How are you going to get by? It's like, oh, it's fine. I'll resurrect him in the morning. Just don't go eating their bones. Don't break none and eat the marrow. And then, um, he was like, they're like, okay. And then Loki like goes to, uh, the, the, the male child and he's like, Hey, you know how, how Thor is so strong is because he eats the marrow. And if you want to be strong oh, like, Loki, or like Thor, eat the marrow. So, so he's a snake in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, well, Loki's just, yeah, he's just mischief. He just causes chaos. That's mm. his, I think that's just his goal. He just wants to, he's trying to make fun for himself. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, Satan. so, uh, the kid eats, breaks the bone, eats it, and then he goes, Thor goes to resurrect the, the goats the next day, but Toothnasher Nasher is limping, and he's like, which one of you broke his leg? Now I can't use this goat. <laughs> So they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry. Here, take my child as a slave." <laughs> wow. And then, yeah. So, which is actually a better life for him? Yeah, I mean, if um, he's in
0: service of Thor as opposed to living as a poor farmer. Or yeah, something, a peasant and, farmer. and he gets
1: renowned. He's. I'd probably say. And then they that. go to the the the. There's a whole much more you know story that goes on with that where he. they yeah, go but to you get the, to hang out with Thor.
0: But didn't okay. I Don't so. What part did the? I'm really fixated on the goats. <laughs> Didn't they like what part did they play in Thor's existence? Like did they? They were that, just
1: like his. They were his horses, right? They were so his, they made they, him fly. They, they his his flying chariot.
0: reindeer. That's how he flew. Is with his goats or from his or from Mjolnir, his hammer.
1: You know, I don't. You don't really hear him flying in Norse Without. No, like I never really see any stories. Not that I can remember, at least. Uh, where he's actually flying, but I mean, his I think it's just assumed is,
0: because he summons the lightning, right? He's the, the god of thunder.
1: Yeah, he or th- I mean, the god of lightning. Wait, that's another weird Odin thing. Odin is
0: a god of thunder.
1: That, well, okay. So Norse mythology is is a lot different than like Greek mythology in the sense of like gods don't really have dominions. Yeah, right. There's no god of justice. Right. I mean, some people will associate these that's more of a Roman thing. Roman Greek, yeah. Yeah, it's more like that kind of like. That's where we get that idea. Egyptian I think mythology is a lot like that way too.
0: Yeah, but people make that mistake. But they're
1: all war gods, right? Yeah, it's a war culture, so they're all down for war. I mean, but they do have aspects that you can attribute to them. Like um, Tyr, they attribute a lot of justice and righteousness and like honor to him. Mm-hmm. He was actually the the head of the pantheon before Odin. Um, there's no oh, story that know we that. know of about that, but if you trace the lineage of the name, like the etymology, you'll find that he is linked to Jupiter and Zeus. So um, out of Proto-European, it kind of like came into Norse mythology, like the language and their gods and stuff like that. And then what I've heard is that when there was a time when they needed a more warlike god, and that's when Odin became more praised but Odin is also not really. But he's the, the guy. He's not he's well. Like the he, he, he became the guy right? And and the. In but the you practice. told me
0: about Odin's story that I found really interesting because, um, like in Marvel comics, you know, Odin has the 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 uh, the, the, the the his sleep, right? The All Father sleep. Yeah, you know, that's like, not a thing. That's all made up. I mean, yeah. it's all made up anyway. But yeah, it was all made <laughs> up. It was all made up for comics. But you, I think you told me where I listened to the story of Odin. And his ravens and how he, what he sacrificed himself for knowledge. Yeah, he like sacrificed
1: himself. He sacrificed himself to himself.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Um, What's for, more metal, to than get, that? yeah,
1: right. To get the, uh, the knowledge for the runestones and how to oh. use them as spells pretty much in magic. And he was learning that magic is also associated with womanly practices. So Odin's one of those weird is he a uh, transgender god. A, okay, so Can you he, shape? he play he does play with both roles, right? Of, oh. of men and women. He does learn magic and he does use magic, which is a woman's domain. I see. Um, so is finances. I mean, not that Odin does that, but finances are, are the woman's domain. Somebody's got to keep style, the books or about Norse culture. Man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then he he also plucked his eye and and sacrificed it to Mimir, pretty much, who uh. Uh, he put it in the well of knowledge, and he drank from the well, and that was the price he had to pay was his eye, because Mimir's like, hey, you can have some of that water, but you just gotta give me your eye.
0: I'll give you access to my internet, but it's not free. Yeah, pretty much. No. And now
1: he is is wise from that, and he's uh also has got the the rune magic, and he he's. He's portrayed as one of the the, the wisest gods. I, mean, I love that
0: story of Odin. It, it, I think it, it and that's his pursuit is his yeah, wisdom, is well, and sharing wisdom with man. And that's my, favorite. I love the runes and their definitions, like the, how, like how a, a Nordic rune. Each rune has a lot of meaning behind it. Like it's not just a symbol for a word.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how uh, accurate that is to the old Norse, if they really associated it with more than just the so like letter post Christian. It of could thing. be because there's a lot of ma- all the things we learn about magic um that was practiced, which is really just asking for things mm. um are a uh, combination of both Christian and Norse like beliefs. They would actually believe some of them believe that God was real and they also believe that their gods were real. And that they would like they Almost could like, ask uh, they, they would ask in a, in a runic stones or whatever they would ask for God's help they would ask for Odin's help and they also asked for like Mary you know or a Saint or like Peter well, that was part they, they of would, the like, Christian
0: uh, transformation right I I feel like anytime I've read about um, how Christianity took over the Scandinavian culture right mm. or was incorporated but with um, it, it always seems very gradual to me. It wasn't, it wasn't extremely warlike like it was in Middle Europe. You know what I mean? Where there was, there was a fierce. I would, I would really call like a civil war because it was a lot of these people were from the same bloodline sometimes, but they, you know, half were were Islamic and the other half were Christian, yeah, uh, or Orthodox, which yeah. is, I guess, you could say all Christian based, but whatever. We won't get into that. My point is that that was decided over lots of bloodshed, whereas. In, when you read when I've read the history about Nor- Norse people and Nordic people rather, um, and Christianity becoming part of like, becoming the main part of their religion, their main religion in their culture, it was seemed very gradual to me. It was almost because they were more interested in their trade, yeah. and their adaptation, of, their agriculture, their their lifestyle. That it was meant born more out to them. of necessity. Yeah, that they
1: they were they needed to convert to to Christianity because otherwise they could not deal in trade with other countries that did
0: true. And I you think know, that was, yeah. like,
1: that was a big part is that it was, it was the rulers would become Christian and then they would also have to do that because of denial from other countries. Well, that right were Christian. behind that
0: was you had no choice. And, yeah. and and what's interesting to me, the way I think of it at least is that that's how Viking raiders, for example, uh, got away with a lot of free loot because they were uh, they were just scary and and places, settlements that they had, you know would have attacked just paid them off to avoid violence yeah and and really in and in a way, I feel like uh, Christianity probably at times was that way for them when they lost their footing, let's say, with you know their religion, let's say, versus Christianity. and it just seems a lot more peaceful. obviously it wasn't completely peaceful. I mean oh. De- the Danes, Denmark has yeah. an entire war that they fought. Against Christians, yeah, um, yes. or I guess all of Scandinavia was involved, but that's another topic entirely,
1: probably. Yeah, I'm not really versed in the history of of uh, the Norse, but I, I do, like you said, I do know a bit about the mythology. At least. Well, that's
0: what, int- yeah, I, I, that's what interests me is your knowledge of the mythology because I love how different. That's what's so stark and unique to me is how different. The original lore of the mythology is to what I would call Hollywood lore, like what we believe Thor and Odin and Tyr and all the f- famous names Hella to be like in the West, and I guess some of them very are
1: close. It's weird too how you know, the language changes because a lot of it is romanized, like Hella. Yes, yeah, it's, it, it's not. Yeah. There's no Allah. It's, it's just, just hell. It's just hell, right? And yeah. She's awesome. She's one of my favorites because she is. She's like the one good child of Loki that is with Ungarbota, the giantess, who's his like mistress. Loki's mistress. Yeah. Say that um, name again. I like that name. Ungarbota. Ungerboda. Ang- Ungerboda. 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 Yeah. Um so <laughs> she's cool because she just she's just like the ruler of of hell. But hell is not a bad place in the Norse mythology. No, it's, it's just, just where, where everybody you, goes. When if, if you are not you were. slain in battle, right. if you're slain in battle, you get to go to Valhall, right. Or you can go to, uh, I forget what Frigg's Hall is, but it's Odin's wife. It, it, they, get, they split. It goes to both, mm. it, which I didn't know until recently.
0: I didn't know that until now. Right now. Yeah. I didn't know it was at the same dinner table. So they had different tables?
1: They had different halls. Yeah. Uh-huh. They had different, like, you know, like a long house kind of thing. Right. Of course. Yeah. Um, and there's only a certain amount of people that can go to Valhalla. Uh, not it's not an unlimited amount. Man, there's there's a certain a, that's number. such a wild so thing. I'm pretty sure that about. we've met that quota <laughs> by <laughs> now with all the wars. <laughs> I and wonder death.
0: though, but that's interesting because if you compare it to like the Christian uh, depiction of heaven, there's no, I've never heard of a limit in heaven. It's just you have to be a good person, right? Oh, it's unless unless you
1: uh, go to like I forget who it is exactly, but they have the I like, the, I the, like the idea that there's a limit. Predestination, that's what it's called. Where in heaven, uh, in, in one of the pilgrims, what are they called? The Quakers. No. The Quakers believed, I think it was them. It could have been one of the other okay. Christian minorities. We'll forgive you. Uh, they Listen. believed in predestination, which was that no matter what you did in life, you were already predestined to either go to heaven or hell. Okay, so fate, in other words, yes, yeah, you're just yeah, playing your but part. But it didn't you know, matter yeah. what you did in life. You could be a horrible person, but if you already, but you pre- might still go to heaven. You could. Oh wow! It was people didn't believe that you were gonna. Oh, so that's, so that's why like, people okay, would would act good because they thought if they were good that they were predestined okay. to go to heaven. But in Valhalla. Or was it Valhal? Valhal. Pardon. Valhal, Valhalla. i I got yeah. both names. Well in my name, they're okay. In my yeah, that's another thing is like Talk about the
0: names because like Thor and Odin don't sound like Thor and Odin,
1: right? I think Thor does. Thor is all right, but oh it's Odin, right? So the T H. thin. Like okay. like like a then. Uh-huh. And then Thor is like Tha. Thaw. Yeah, and it's then Tha. Thor. Thor. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And then Othin. is well, similar then, yeah. So like I figure what the the letters are called. But the one that looks like a P that's like halfway in the letter of yes. uh, the line, that's the TH sound. Okay. And then the the one that looks like a D that's kind of like got a curvy little little line going to it, that's a thin sound, like a TH, like thin. Interesting. Not a TH but a thin. I think you should be a linguist
0: at some point in your life. because yeah, you that would be fun. You seem but very that, oh, interested with languages. I,
1: I am, but it's so much work, and that is, that is a dedication. Dedication. I don't know if I can, if I want to, to, to uh, just dedicate. It's a large time undertaking. To. Yeah. But yeah. speaking
0: of dedication, like, I feel like a, a large part, when I thought about it the other night, especially thinking about this show, a large part of, I guess I'll call it our Western life, is sort of dedicated to uh, a Viking lifestyle. I mean, it, even our, like, I would say Western masculinity, I'd say the core of Western masculinity is a mix of like, middle european and viking
1: i would yeah that makes a lot of sense you know as um, far as
0: like what we consider dominant or alpha or
1: right no uh, know, or just being a good man or yeah a or being, good a, being a good person to, yeah. to show like good hospitality right is, is a good thing that like, we that we that we practice and that we encourage uh um, like it's chivalry it's james bond with a bicep that's how and i james look at it james bond with a bicep yeah you know yeah no of course yeah it's all about and then protecting yourself and protecting the others, you know, that around you that you are a part of. Right,
0: exactly. Protecting your family—that's yeah. something I
1: really love about the the poetic edda. What, what was it? The
0: poetic etta or well, there's it? there's a poetic edda the and Hava there's
1: edda. the havamal The havamal is in the poetic edda, okay.
0: yeah. Okay, so uh, it, the, but the havamal is what talks about. Uh, about being a good person, right? Being a good it's, man, being a good woman, and how it that means being a into, good person. Into uh,
1: words of the high one, which is refers to Odin. Yeah, that's it's awesome. it's it's supposed to be written by Odin. Yeah. and like spoken by Odin. Like that's the the idea. Mm-hmm.
0: And I I love, but I love how it it goes into. I don't have it memorized, but I love how it goes into detail um, about basically what I would call common logic or should be common logic, just how yeah. to be a good person, how to, yeah. how, to, how to how to collect wisdom. That's my favorite thing I think about um, sort of the tenets of Norse um, history or the Norse mythology mm-hmm. is that it's all about collecting wisdom and sharing it with others. Yeah. In other words, being a teacher because that's what I think the best kind of person is in my mind is someone who teaches, right? Yeah. And... Um, and that, so that really resonates with me, and I, I it follows me throughout my life, and I hope it always does. But it brings me back to what I was going to say earlier, where about the runes, I whether it's true or not, I love that each rune has like its like a, its own meaning, and it has lots right. of meaning behind it. Because I want to bring up my favorite, which is Manas. I love Manas, which is the rune of man or mankind, mm-hmm. and what I would call the pillars, the tenets of Manas, is self identity and strength, and that to me. Is what should matter the most, you know, if not to every person, but every man. And I like I follow that that mentality.
1: I really like that. Yes, yeah, uh, strength is it's good to stand up for what you believe in, and good to to do that. I agree.
0: Yeah. So well, how do you think? Well, let me ask you a question. So how do you like? How do you think Viking? lore, let's call it, has a, right. uh, play like what part what's the biggest part it plays in like America or like our you know our Western culture, our daily lives here in the I, US.
1: It plays a lot with our media for sure. Yeah, we have tons of like like entertainment. Yeah, yeah, well there's the show Vikings, there's Norsemen, there's, Oh man, Netflix is overrun movies, with it. There's yeah, and even going there's movies from the eighties who are filled with it too. But why do we like it so much? Why do you think we love it so much? Even if we're not but, you know,
0: Nordic ourselves.
1: Well, I think that it romanticizes the violence and and the and the the strength and the yeah. the tenacity. Like that's what's yeah interesting and And sort of non
0: negotiable, non negotiable, right? Like right, yeah. Vikings no, are
1: very decisive people. At least you know, in movies and film, yeah, that's like, that's the portrayal. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the only thing is that it's like well, I mean, they weren't necessarily great people. Like Viking, a Viking is a raider, and it's someone that. That steals and, yes. and takes what isn't theirs. I mean, They're which in pirates, their basically. which in their culture at yeah. the time wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it was fine. To, like it was almost expected for you to become a Viking at one point, you know, and to go See, Viking. I I, sh- I should say because you were, there was no occupation. That's as not a Viking. true. I well well okay. There were people I argue, that I were farmers argue that. that would go Viking. I I would argue
0: this. I would say that. Um, when I read about, uh, I don't want to call it Viking history because that's too specific, but I read about Norse, Nordic history, right? Scandinavian people, mm-hmm. right? What should we call it? Just Norse history, right?
1: Yeah, people, the Nordic people. The Nordic people. You can say when Norse I, when history. When I read yeah.
0: about pre-Christian Nordic people, um, I get a very different type of person painted in my head because I get a very, actually very common person, a very uh, recognizable person. These were pe- these people were interested in culture, education, and more importantly, trade, because yeah. they lived on narrow lands in small yeah. on small lands com- compared to, like, say, the rest of Europe, other bigger countries that they live near. Right. So mainly what they did was traded and they were excellent seafarers. Right. Who, yeah. who else? I mean, especially even during their own time to cross an ocean in a longboat is I mean, only they knew how to do that. Yeah. It blew they, the they, mind of every other, you know. Uh, naval officer, let's say at the time, at least, you know, that's what I've read. So, and I can't imagine, I mean, and even like over like the design of the boat, I mean, it has no lower fin. So how did they cross giant waves? And they, they just understood, they understood the water, like some farmers understand land. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, and and that's the image I have of like the Nordic people, uh, pre-Christian especially. Um, and I think when you look at their culture today from afar, as, as I do, you see that. I, I'd like to believe I see that translated in, into modernity. I think they still are. They seem like those kinds of people. They're more interested. They're not interested in <laughs> violence and murder and war. And that's another thing. They're not a warlike people. And I think I, I'm defending them right now because in America, like, in, in, like you said, in entertainment and our media, that's how they're painted. Like, like their culture was raiding it. And that's not true.
1: Oh well, no, that's, I'm not saying that yeah. that's what their, all their people were. I'm just saying that that's what a Viking was doing a viking was raiding but don't you think like that was people the, don't
0: think of nordic people as farmers and teachers and agriculturalists they think of them as vikings
1: yeah but i mean if you look at any culture you always boil them down to their most exciting traits right i suppose that's true yeah, yeah most memorable you, <laughs> most, you most look at notable. the japanese what are they all samurai just- yeah right yeah. <laughs> no like there's a lot more going on to that where they're where they too are very in tune with nature and their in their pre like um uh, expansionist culture, kind of similar too when you think about it, because they
0: also were on an island. You know, what yeah, I mean, but they lived in small, narrow lands, but they didn't <laughs> oh. like staying at home. Well, they. See, it's Neither weird. The Nordic people, though, they it's moved weird around because, a lot because, like,
1: in. Japan was. So you had China, right? Like that was their big influencer. Uh they were the ones who they had to pay a lot of tributes to and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and there was like no chance of them invading them. But they also were friends with some of the Koreans, right? There was two different Korean groups. Right. right. And then they were friends with one and not with the other. And then they uh they got taken over. Eventually they were like, Yeah, let's go to Korea because we got nothing here and we're running out of land and food and all that stuff. So they go to like expand like all other kingdoms do. Sure. And they got like shot down. They're like, No, you're not allowed to do this and then they're like, But you're doing this like, Yeah, but you can't. I'm like, well, that's Japanese a, history is. Well, let's not get into the Japanese and <laughs> Chinese right now, but that's another. See, I know more Japanese history than I than I, do I know. Viking almost history. Almost nothing. That's something I should like research. But, yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, that's how. Especially like the feudal Japan, like Sengoku, Sengoku Jidai. It's when like samurai started oh, okay. appearing. And it was like the, that. That's like their most popular time frame, um, which is like the Renaissance time of. During the same time as Europe's renaissance. So, like, the 1500s to, like, 16 or whatever, you know. If you like what you're hearing... Or even if you don't, that also helps.
0: (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're still listening. Then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed, we've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you,
1: the audience, on topics or content Zach and I can create for you. Visit AudioPong on redcircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with audiopong at gmail.com. Be happy, be healthy, and I have, have a metal, metal life.
0: Well, Japan, the reason I brought it up as I'm thinking it was similar was because it made me think of um, Eric the Red, right, who founded Greenland, at least that's the story that I okay. read, that um, he basically, as I understand it, he basically created like a propaganda campaign. That's how the name Greenland came to be because most of Greenland is ice. Yeah. And he sailed around it for, I don't know, a long time, maybe weeks or months or years until he found... Uh, The greenest part to live on, and he was he was outlaw. He was an outlaw. He was banished from Iceland, and he was banished. Oh, really? Yeah, he was banished from like his original home, and he was banished from Iceland because of manslaughter. The guy was very. That's why he's called the Red Uh. because he's very violent. He solved every dispute with murder. So um, rather than kill him, I don't know why they didn't just decide to kill him. Well,
1: murder isn't illegal. True. Right. If uh, you hide it, then it's illegal. But if you just killed someone, it wasn't necessarily like. No, not back then, act. right? Not right. In, their, in their culture. Yeah. So they banished him. Okay. And he sailed west
0: from Iceland, I guess. That's where the last place he was banished from. Mm-hmm. But then he came back, right, to treat and trade and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And he had a big following. People liked him, I guess, or they were afraid of him. And <laughs> he started this propaganda campaign. You know, to invite people to follow him to Greenland, like this very lush and fertile place. Well, it worked. Apparently, like hundreds, even thousands of people oh followed him. But, you know, back in that day, I don't think they could just like hop the next boat back when they got no. there. They must have been like, well, shit. And we're stuck this here. Is this is Greenland. We live here now. Yeah, this so. is life. But thousands of people followed him, and I think in just like a few years, like Greenland
1: had like a population of like five or ten thousand people. Oh, we were duped now, we got to dupe those suckers over there, yeah, to get more of them. Well, but I mean, we don't want to be suffer it alone. Misery loves company. <laughs> well, I hope they didn't suffer, but it made me think of like
0: Australia, although I guess that was criminals, but anyway. Um, What's interesting, what I like about I don't really like Eric the Red, but I like his son, yeah. Leif Erickson. Okay. Which that's probably the most popular Viking name, right? Oh yeah, Bluetooth? I think everybody's heard of Leif Erickson. Yeah, right. And Leif Erickson, in my opinion, uh has way more credit over someone like Christopher Columbus for finding America because he found the the northeastern part of America, right? Part of Canada. Okay. Like that area there, like the Hudson, you know, yeah right. uh, uh, River. Yeah, the Hudson River and like yeah. north of that, and called it Vinland. Okay. Which well, just means wineland. Ooh. And that's what I, I love that name though, and of course I'm a typo negative fan. And <laughs> on the back of their albums it always said it always said product of Vinland. Oh really? And their flag that they have, their green and black flag. Okay. is the Norwegian flag. It's just green and black. So fun Wait, fact. What's their flag look like then? And it looks like a sideways cross. Just okay. like the I think it's Norwe- a yeah, Norwegian flag looks like that. Right? It's like blue, red and white, and it's a sideways yeah. cross or whatever. Oh,
1: so it's like a cross laying I got you. Yeah, it's a cross laying. To me that left. made me think of an X. I'm like, so their flags an X? No, no, no. <laughs> like a, no, no, like a Christian cross. But like yeah. sorry, think of it that way. Yeah. yeah. So That's
0: cool. But I, I don't know. I guess so maybe that's the the reason why our roots are deep when it comes to like uh Vikings and, and Nordic history and, and mythology. Well, I mean,
1: they also are major influences and irish and in uh england right like they Mm. settled there and they became mercenaries there and like they have a a, like a a real cultural blending in that area a lot of cultural
0: blending in fact um from what i've read the the nordic people were again everybody thinks of them as raiders but the nordic people were known for adapting being very adaptive in other words um if they were the minority in the country they lived in they adapted to the people they lived with so if they lived in you know England, or they lived in Russia, they became Russians. Like, they, they sort of retired their culture to just their home. Right? right. And the opposite was true. If they were the majority, right, then they would encourage, they would be the teachers for right. the minorities well, to be more Nordic.
1: Assimilation is survival. Right. right, but
0: but they were known for being, I guess, good teachers of that, like peaceful teachers of mm. that, which is a, a very stark comparison yeah. compared to a Viking raider, who bloodthirsty raper and pillager, right? But... But speaking of uh, adapting and 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 mingling or whatever, what did mm-hmm. you say? The word you you know blending, blending, cultural blending, cultural blending. They they mix their blood with a lot of people, including English royalty, which I'm sure the English don't like. But I mean, it's
1: part it was, of their. It history. was really funny. Uh, I always I used to work with this guy who was Irish. Like he didn't. His family is from Ireland. Like yeah. his. His I think his father and mother are, but he's he's born in America and mm. born and raised here. But he was very he's very proud of his Irish heritage, which mm. is fine, yeah, cool, whatever. That's cool, yeah. But he took that like twenty three and me or whatever DNA test, oh, something no. like that, and found out that he was more Scandinavian. Oh. And he was he like had like a like a dilemma, like a like a like an internal, an internal struggle, struggle, struggle with himself. He had like a existential crisis. Yeah. He's like, "Who am I? I'm not even who I thought I was," and all this other like. That's a good Jackie Chan movie, but yeah. <laughs> go ahead. And then, um, but yeah, it's because the Scandinavians became the Irish, or like they didn't become the Irish, but they became Irish, and they like you know worked as mercenaries there, and they lived there, and they grew up. So yeah, their their bloodline is Scandinavian, but. They simulated to Irish. They went around culture. the world. So, and I mean, that, that guy's just as Irish as he was when he believed he was Irish because he practiced, you know, culturally. He was, he, he did a lot of Irish practices with his family. I need to do that. I want
0: to do that and find out. Um, I know Bill Burr like totally knocks it, but I don't agree with him. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think it'd be fun to know where my blood comes from because yeah. my dad, my father claims that we, we're not just Bulgarian. Uh, or in my case, Serbian and German, but we're also, we have blood from, like, Genghis Khan and blood from Vikings and things like well, that. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, Genghis Khan, he, yeah. Who doesn't, right? Yeah. No, I know. I think even, everybody's even got, like, if, 1% if you're, Genghis Khan blood.
1: <laughs> even in Europe, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, people do take this, and they find out they're, like, you know, part, like, uh, East Asian, and they're like, how is that a thing? I'm as white as can be. He's like, well, Genghis Khan did... Uh, a lot of people. Yeah. You know, he kind of went everywhere. Yeah, a lot and had a, of sons. And a, a lot, lot of fun. daughters too. Yeah. I mean, Who so. told me that? I read that. I think I
0: read that recently or I listened to it somewhere that um, – and I'm and mentioning because I read this in Nordic uh, history as well. But Genghis Khan would um, give his daughters to foreign leaders, right? The heirs okay. of foreign leaders. And then he would make his uh, son-in-laws generals in his army, Okay. Okay. So he gave them a lot of power. Yeah. But the reason he did that is because he would send them out to war all the time, and they would die. And then their mm-hmm. his daughters would inherit their thrones or, or their son. Daughter. Right. No, the the
1: sons of yeah. The but daughter mainly it and... was,
0: it was mainly the daughter. Like he was aiming at that. So he wanted right. his daughters to inherit those thrones, those seats of power. Hmm. And, that, and that's how he would like he would usurp foreign, uh, you know kingdoms that way if he could yeah i mean wow. i don't think it was like you know it makes me wonder like how like even like in, in in nordic mythology like one thing that really interests me with nordic um history and war is the origin of of knighthood because i love anything to do with knights and chivalry i mean right. it's one of the main reasons i went to work at medieval times right and i love that whole the image yeah the history to it it's a good theme it's, it's a good it's theme it's, it's a powerful theme and um and so Viking raiders play a part into that. They they, they were part of the first, I guess you'd call it tournaments, if you want to, or festivals, right, that knighthood was born from. Because the whole chivalry thing came way later. That had to do with right. church and law yeah. and politics and economy. But in the beginning, it was literally just a giant guy's jocks in a locker room. It was a bunch of dudes, warriors, soldiers from all different walks of life, mm-hmm. young and old, getting together, getting drunk, and killing each other. <laughs> I mean, that's the origin of knighthood, and I think that's extremely awesome.
1: I mean, the the goal of the tournament wasn't to kill each other. No, but, but a lot of people, it does they happen. died. Guys you know, died, yeah. If you, you hit someone with a, a pine lance in the face, you're not going to do too well. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, I
0: mean, battles would erupt. Like, I, I remember reading about how um, uh, defenses were even made in the camps because battles would erupt you know you know drunk guys fighting but now they've got imagine if you have a sword you know and an axe <laughs> it's like oh god where is this going which in that time is the equivalent of having like a gun today i mean a yeah, guy I, a man with a sword or just a soldier with a sword in ancient times expensive. is like it's like a, a it's like a soldier with a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first of all, it's extremely expensive to, to have, and then to wield and not. I mean, a trained soldier was is is and was a dangerous, intimidating thing. Yeah, you know, no, for sure. especially before gunpowder, man. I can't imagine. You know, I mean, it's such a personal way to die too. Like I always think that guns are very impersonal in, in their in their, their oh, mechanics. Just because of the the distance. The you distance, yeah.
1: You don't see the, the, the light fade from a man's no, eyes. but
0: yeah, you're not close or you don't have to be. And right. but a sword or a dagger or an axe, I mean, you're up front man. You're not gonna mm-hmm. miss anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're here in the slider zone as they say. Oh yeah.
0: But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm really interested in how I guess my favorite thing I just really love Nordic mythology and Nordic history. I love everything about their culture. Uh, I guess I want to take the blood test because I am hoping that I have some Norse blood in me. I'm proud of all my bloods and all that. Even if
1: you have like uh, any Indo European, right? So if you got like. I mean, I've got German. I have German blood. I'm a quarter German. German German is is descended from the same language family Mm -hmm. and also the same traditions Mm -hmm. because they used. They're the same people. They had the similar and same gods. Yeah. It's like. Uh, That's true. They do. Same Sigurd, heroes, even. Yeah, yeah, they have Sigurd, who uh, who is Sigfried, yeah. and uh, uh, German, the or Germanic, who, yeah, who yeah. kills Fafnir the dragon, who's mm. actually a dwarf. <laughs> dwarves are. They cool. made him a dragon. Well, dwarves get to. They can shape They can shapeshift, yeah. yeah, and he turned into a dragon to protect his treasure, uh, which so is cool. cursed. <laughs> I think my favorite.
0: I'm going I want to know what yours is, but I'll. Well, here I'll, I'll. I'll save mine. I'll ask you first. Who's your? What's your favorite myth? Nordic mythological like creature, whether it's good or bad.
1: Mm. Like not god. Maybe favorite it could cre- be a god, but like a creature. You know. Cause- See, I don't really know much about the creatures because the creatures don't really come up in like the poetic edda I mean, I guess like you got Jormungandr and you got Fenrir. They're kind of creatures, but they're also they're weird because they're jotun and they're as well but they're not human they're looking. not human because they're a mix that's yeah, what I like weird. the
0: hybrid the, Yeah, that's what I really find interesting about Norse mythology is how when the races from different realms let's say mm-hmm. mix they create like totally new monsters monsters <laughs> or creatures yeah but and they then, play like, important roles I think that's
1: interesting I like like uh, Needhog, who's like a dragon that gnaws on the roots of Idrisil the world tree oh interesting why does he do that because he's just Maynets. poisoning it, he's just chewing on it. Is that like a no? He's poisoning. He's, kind of he's hurting the the
0: tree. Okay, so he's the darkness. Yeah. So he's destruction, and the tree is is creation. Yeah, he's the uh, okay. he's
1: one of the few creatures to survive Ragnarok. Oh, okay. And he flies over the head of the resurrected Balder and Hoth. Well, my favorite is
0: Jormungandr. And did he does Jormungandr? What's the story for him? Does he survive Ragnarok or no?
1: Okay, so Jormungandr is. Uh, I guess you. I don't know if he's a boy or a girl, but I, I always assume it's him as a as a male. But uh, he's a giant snake. Yeah, he yeah. he's a he's like a,
0: a like a universally large. What, snake, like he's what they call snake. as a as a worm. Right uh, of, of them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but worms can be dragon snakes, and they're all kind of mixed. They're all stuffy of them. Sorry, I yeah. knew that. And then so he's the child of Loki and Ungarbota. and uh, he encompasses the world. Midgard, uh, by biting his tail, the human world, right, yeah, Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, he encompasses it, and he's he's holding onto his tail with his with his mouth, it's like a uh, or, or was it oroboros? Ouroboros. Ouroboros, or, or, yeah. I think that's how it's said. Yeah, Ouroboros. the snake that eats its tail. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much what he is doing at the time, uh-huh. and it said. Once that he releases his tail, Ragnarok will begin. Oh, that, so he's or that is a sign. So okay. it's a sign of Ragnarok.
0: Well, yeah, because there's also um, oh, he's holding the world together. So he's because the world in, in Nordic mythology is flat, but it's round, right? It's round, but it's flat. And so what, is like... Yeah, I guess it like, could
1: be considered flat. Well, not really is he holding. Right? Is he surrounding it, cause he's surrounding. Because there's a dome, together? which is the skull, which is the sky. The skull is is the skull of uh emir not mimir
0: (laughs) but the sky is its own thing like yeah like sky like the sky is its own like space above above the earth
1: it's the dome that is being uh it's the skull which is the dome which is the sky uh that goes around earth yeah okay and And then the earth is made of the bones of emir and the dwarves are maggots and and uh the wall that goes around uh Midgard is the eyelashes of Mimir. So, I don't know if it's flat, but there's That sounds flat. If it has an edge, it has to be flat because that's what they believe, right? Or they did believe. I don't. I'm I, I want to say sure. it's flat. I'm going on So right. So, uh Jormungandr is is the snake, right? That wraps around. He fights Thor in the in Ragnarok. He they battle. It's close. Um he as he dies as uh Thor crashes his hammer onto the skull, he spits out his venom and it hits uh Thor. And Thor takes nine steps away and falls and dies. Wow. And then that's that's how Thor dies, and that's how gonna dies. So they kill each other. They kill each other. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know Thor died, Well, I guess they all die, right? No, uh Hoth survives and Baldur's resurrected and then the sons of Thor uh survive, I think. Uh Magni and Modi, Um also, Vili survives, which is uh, one of Odin's other sons. I wonder if
0: that's how they do it. <laughs> We're switching back, but I wonder if that's how they'll do it in the next God of War game. Like Thor will die from the venom of Yormundgander.
1: Yeah, that'd be like maybe Kratos kills uses man. the blood of Gunder. <laughs> I really, Thor. I really like the take on a Norse mythology in God of War because like the I gods love it in video games in general, it's like the gods setting. aren't good in... and. In God of War, well, no they're, gods they're, seem good in ancient in the ancient world, right? Especially, like Odin is not a god you want like paying attention to you. Yeah. Like, because if Odin wants you, he's gonna take you, he's just gonna do and what he you're wants gonna it. die. Yeah. And, and, yeah. <laughs> like that's like if you want him to be protected, you want some help. You praise Thor. Yeah. Thor is the god of the people. God of like he does a lot with agriculture. He's he's the protector. He's he is the man that you want on your in your side. Mm-hmm. Who, do you have uh, a favorite character well, or God. creature? Well, oh, you Yermin said Gundyr. Yermin Gundyr. Yermin
0: Gundyr is my favorite, yeah. I just yeah. like I just like that it's it's a giant snake that surrounds the world. It's just cool to me. And I like snakes in general. I like growing up, um snakes well first of all my grandmother hates them and, 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 <laughs> and I grew up in a Christian household, Orthodox. Oh, so of course the snake is you know, the Garden of Eden and all that. But I've always liked snakes. When I was a kid I remember um you know, it felt wrong to like a snake because, like, it's considered an evil thing or whatever. Right. And, and it's associated. with an evil tabo, symbol. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it's funny because if you watch uh, – well, I don't want to get too off track here. But, yeah, like, it's just one of those creatures that gets a bad rap, right? Like, um, and I feel like man is – I can think, consider a man an animal of the planet like any other animal. And we the same thing's true of us. Like, you know, every culture kind of gets a bad rap because – we all, we all, you know, discriminate what we like and don't like, right? Or we discriminate between what we like and don't like, I mean. Mm-hmm. So the things that we don't like um, in culture or in nature are, it seems completely predicated on, you know, attractiveness or, or, you know, fear, you know, intimidation. And our respects are built, I'd say respects initially are based on those two things attractiveness and intimidation. So basically, attractiveness and fear. You know, and I and I, the in the Viking Viking lore, Viking media, right? Viking mm-hmm. history, like that, I think plays a huge part in that as well
1: because it is that, right? Yeah, it's sec- no, it's, it's sexy to... and it's violent. Well, like the big thing with Odin is he's trying to prevent his son Baldur's death, and he's trying to prevent the world from ending with Ragnarok. Like that's his his pursuit, and that's why he's going for all that knowledge is to learn how to do this, how to stop Ragnarok. But it's inevitable. Yeah. It is fated by the Norns. And that that's one thing that's really interesting about Norseology is the Norns de- deci- are the weavers of your fate. And they have you have a death day. Like, no matter what you do in life, you will die on this day. Right. So you might as well die in battle and go to Valhalla, And that's how they kind of, like, see it. That's a very good um, way to motivate people into battle. Yeah, right. When you think about it, you know. Yeah, because... Ball Hall is like—it sounds like a Viking heaven, right? You're fighting every day, but it's like it's more of a sporting fight, right? Like you do—you're do, you're doing battle, but you are resurrected at the end, right? Don't you and like then, you
0: battle, then everyone feasts, and then in yeah. the morning you do it all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, It Doesn't sound bad to me. Yeah. It's interesting that you know, like, I—I I still really like the idea that there's a limit. That—that that really makes you think more about what you're going to do with your life if there's yeah. a limit and. Uh, and you know uh, There's a limit and a rule to get in Not just
1: a rule Yeah you don't know And we don't know if there's a it, When the limit is met Like there's no like Telling There's no tale Of like, Alright No more Can't No more entry into Valhalla. You're all going to hell now <laughs>
0: <laughs> Could you imagine if that was true And you got to The gates of heaven Like look man You're late <laughs> We're full <laughs> I don't born. know why nobody told you guys But we're full <laughs> Do you, do you have any, because, well, you have Germanic blood in you, right? Your last name, at least. Cause yeah. Be, so. Yeah,
1: so, as far as I know, um, I'm German, English, and, like, uh, Scotch and Irish. Like, those are, like, the ones. You look I like don't. a Viking. You could be a Viking. I take that as a compliment. I, I think, like so, it. yeah, it's a compliment. It means I got nice hair, right? Because Vikings were one of the few, our uh, Norse culture were the one of the few that actually bathed and took baths and took care yeah, of Yeah, that's another thing. They're very civilized, like that. yeah. Yeah. That's why the women love him. Hell yeah! (laughs) Be a Viking. You know the tale of how um, Thor got his hammer, Odin got his spear, and stuff like that. I want to know. I just love Mjolnir is like my favorite
0: weapon. I think out of all mythology, it's right up there with like Excalibur. All right. Well, I guess it answered the
1: question that was going to go along with (laughs) it. Okay. (laughs) But so I'll tell you quickly. Sith loses her hair because of uh, which is. Thor's uh wife right. because Loki Sith. cuts it off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She he cuts it off in the middle of the night cuts and off now she's bald. Okay. Right? And oh. that means that she people in the culture think that she did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like she was unfaithful or something. Mm-hmm. That was her punishment, mm-hmm. which she isn't. Right. She was fine. And she didn't do anything wrong. Well, Thor is like, hey, Loki, I know this was you. I'm going to break all your bones until you get fixed." this. He's like, I can't fix this. I cut it off at the root. He's like, you're going to learn. And he starts breaking fingers. And he's like, <laughs> I'll figure something out. And so he goes to uh, uh, these two dwarves. And he's like, hey, there's going to be a contest for the gods. And you're going to have to make these. These gifts and these other dwarves said that you couldn't do it and that we, we, that they would beat you. And they're like, no, we're the best dwarves. And he was like, okay, but you had to do this. And then you have to make, you have to make sis hair. Um, which he just says, I need hair that, by the way, we need a wig. Yeah. Pretty much. It's golden. It needs to act like real hair. It needs to look like blonde hair and it needs to grow as if it's real. Right. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Okay. And then there's like, and then make two other gifts while you're at it. And then, uh, Loki goes to, uh, couple of the dwarves, uh Brock and Sindri and he's like, Hey, there's this contest and these dwarfs said you, you can't do it. And they're like, We can totally do this. And there's like, uh, but what's in it for us if we do do it? It's like, well I guess if uh you lose um nothing and then <laughs> if you win, you can have my head. <laughs> and so the dwarf is like So All Loki right. promises his head to them as a as a as a reward? as a prize. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Because uh, they hate Loki because yeah. he's you know always causing trouble and stuff. So he's already lying to them to get what he wants. Yeah. So, uh, he Loki tries to sabotage the the forge, uh, the the makers because they're like, well, I don't want my head gone, so I'm gonna turn it into a fly and bite the the dwarf on the face, and then so he messes it up while he's. He's making. Well, the first time doesn't happen. Nothing happens. The second time, he just gets a little angry. The third time, he smacks himself on the face. And while he's doing that, he slows down on the bellows. And then uh, Mjolnir is all messed up and it's too short now. But it's still a great hammer. Um, oh, so it was meant to be what, like a two-handed, two-handed hammer? like war hammer? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Uh, but now it's now it's short and stubby. Wow. Yeah. But it's cool because it can—it cool can change size. It can go from like really big to the size of a pendant, right? They, they, you can manipulate. And it's a the, god's the, weapon. It's already yeah. awesome for that alone. Um, so they they present their gifts to the gods. There's three different each each set of dwarves had three gifts. They were uh, Sif's golden hair, Skidblopnir, which is a, a ship that can collapse. Uh, into the size you, know, you can fit into your pocket pretty much watch, awesome. and uh, it will always have favorable winds. And it, oh, you got to use that in D anD D. And it uh, it can expand to hold all the gods, all the Aesir, and all the Vanir, right? And then uh, also there was uh, Gunnir was the was the other gift by these dwarves, and uh, that's Odin's spear, which can uh be thrown and never miss its mark. It's always it always hits where you intend to aim. Heat seeking spear. And then there was a uh, Gullenburst, which is a golden, a golden bristled boar. So it, uh, it's just you know, pretty boring. <laughs> it's just I, a gold pig. Yeah, and and <laughs> it I can't think, be all amazing with everything. I think every it's, gift. It's the
0: it's uh, the boar that draws that.
1: the chariot that pulls the sun. I think that's what it because oh, it goes well, to. Then it has a job. It has yeah. an important job. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then there's uh Drupnir is the next gift from uh from these dwarves, and that is uh, a golden arm ring that on every eighth, yeah, I think it's like every eighth night it drops eight rings. So it's a it's a golden ring that produces more golden rings. So it's internal wealth. It doesn't like that, yeah. Yeah, and that one's for that was for Odin, and then uh, then Mjolnir, which is the hammer. Of Thor, mm-hmm. And that can be thrown, and it comes back to hand, and then it also uh, can grow in size. But it's too short, so it's difficult to use. I think it's fine. I like but it. But Thor, Thor uses it quite well. I think it's fine. That's my favorite. And like you said so earlier, it makes him fly. If you were to choose, I guess my question was, if uh, you were to choose one of these gifts, which one would you want? I mean, they're all pretty cool. Uh, I would still take Mjolnir.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just uh, I like it. I like the Warhammer. I like the way it looks, I like the, its powers. You know, like I said, it's right up there. It's it's the coolest like god weapon I've
1: ever I've ever heard of. Yeah, I think modern times I would want the Drop Near. In modern <laughs> times? Yeah. I would, like now. If yeah. I was to have it, yeah. I would want Dropneer because it like it just gives me more money. I can't do anything with this spear and and uh, Mjolnir, like, what am I gonna do?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're being practical, uh, though. Yeah,
1: so that's what I want. <laughs> Not fair. <laughs> Gee, let's. Wow, I mean, oh, I forgot. One of the other cool things about Mjolnir is that any oath sworn on Mjolnir, uh, the spear, cannot be broken. Oh no, that—that's a—that's the best power of all. That's yeah. that's
0: wow. That locks people in from being able, unable to. Break a lie or a promise, yeah.
1: right? So that that's probably the most I, powerful. I believe weapon. that's one of its, uh, its aspects. But I'm not sure. I, I I feel like I've heard it before, but only once. Wow. So with
0: your with your with a Dutnir?
1: which one? Drupnir? near. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's like would, drop and then near. Oh,
0: droop So with yeah. droop you could you man, you have more
1: bling than any rapper walking around yeah, right And right? their arm rings too. They're not like finger rings, right? They're like they go on your arm. Oh shit. So Drup-nier. they're so they're big, you know. They're, so you're gonna look they're, they're like the Michelin man eventually just covered in rings <laughs> and start putting it on my neck, I'm to African <laughs> yeah, women just around
0: your ankles, around his wrists. <laughs> it's all up to the shoulder. Ring man, that'll be fun though. Well, I think, um, you know, I was gonna say I wanted to talk more about the history of the Vikings, but I think we covered it pretty good. I can't think of anything else that I wanted to bring up today to talk
1: about it. There's so much more. Yeah, like the days of the week. Yeah, the yeah, days of the fun. week. We always, got... oh, let's do
0: that. Let's talk about real quick before we finish. Let's talk okay. about some like interesting like trivia
1: facts about you know how D- how the, the culture. Week. Yeah, let's go start with okay. that. Let's start with days of the so week. So days of the week. You got Monday, which is Moon Day, which could be uh, attributed to uh, it's not Mani. It's uh I forget, but there's a name that sounds like Moon. Pretty much, it's like Mooney, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's from Norse mythology. Yeah. Tuesday's uh, you, yeah is no. is to tu- uh, Tears Day. Pretty much, it's Um My dad always said it that way, and he didn't even realize he was saying it wrong
0: or right. Tiwaz? He, he was a, he like Tuesday, Tuesday. He said Thursday oh, or okay. Tuesday, and it's just he doesn't have much of an accent, but English yeah. is his second language,
1: right? And then Wednesday would be uh, is an alternate way of saying Odin, which would be like Woden's Day, right? You're kidding me! I
0: always wondered why Wednesday had such a weird ass spelling. Ever since I was a kid, and I never looked it up.
1: Yeah, Wednesday. Wed. So, yeah, Day. I, I hate English you spelling. Hate it. I no, I hate English spelling. It's
0: I well, it's yeah, infuriating because yeah, yeah. it's a
1: mixture of like three different like cultures. Is it's it? You very got confusing. no, it's four. It's it's Anglo Saxon and then you got um which which would be like old English, then you got Latin, you got French, and then you got Norse. You got God, four different right. like influences of spelling and pronouncing and it's like it's infuriating. It's like how am I supposed to like It's it, so confusing. And yeah. a lot of other like languages will clean up their spelling after a few well, ge- it's just like generations. Right? Like, but English never did. No, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god. I wish,
0: I wish English was like Bulgarian because, and I don't speak or write Bulgarian, but I understand some of it. And you know, my com- my fam, half my family is Bulgarian. But the reason I bring it up is because, like in Chirilitsa, my grandma always says, if you know the Bulgarian alphabet, when you even when you hear a new word, you know right away how it's spelled. Yeah. And how to say it properly because it's phonetic. It do- it's 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 basically phonetic. It doesn't have. You know, like in English, we have, like you're basically talking about, it. it's like you have words that, you know, sound the same but are spelled differently or words that are spelled the same but have different meaning. And it, it makes no sense or yeah. pronounced differently. Or you like
1: know? GH can make a first sound and so can PH and so can F. And yeah. so yeah. And <laughs> CH can be ch, ch, and then it can be like, it can be uh, so... So dumb.
0: It is dumb. I agree. Even though
1: I speak English, and yeah,
0: I agree. It's confusing. I've had a lot of people that were friends or just acquaintances They used to say that because they came to America or you know English is their second language. Yeah, it's one and of the hardest like, ones to We don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I they actually gave praise to me or mm-hmm. to us, but, you know, because they, they, to them English is just incredibly
1: difficult to yeah. learn. Yep, and I'm still struggling. <laughs> we all are every day. Man. Um, so that's as Wednesday, right? And then yeah. so after Wednesday, oh, Thursday, so Thor- 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 Thursday. Thursday, Thor's Thursday, Thursday. Right. Thursday. I'm, up, I'm up to speed there now. <laughs> and then uh oh, Friday God. is Frigg's day, which is Odin's wife Frigga. Yeah. And then I think Saturday and Sunday are both named after uh different emperors of Rome. So they just had to squeeze it in there, dude. Yeah, they yeah. snuck their little. Does the beginning of the week for you start on Sunday? No, Monday. Are yeah, you one of those? Yeah. I, well, which is I, most what? people. The, <laughs> no, I, I, is it most people? Because my phone always tries to tell me that most people are Sunday. I think on paper, Sunday is still the beginning of the
0: week. But for most people, they're, you know... They they're logical ex- they thinking they of they it. They don't accept that. Yeah, Monday yeah. is the beginning of the week, so Moon's Day.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's cool. I actually didn't know that. I always wondered that. And now I know. Uh, and... I, I forgot my trivial thought. I'm sorry. My fact has slipped my mind. I should have wrote it down.
1: I feel so yeah, bad. My mind was too astounding.
0: <laughs> that blew me away with the, the definitions, the names, the days of the week. All right. Well, that was really cool. I actually want to talk about Vikings again or bring them into an episode again somehow.
1: Yeah. But that was uh, fun.
0: Uh, awesome job, dude. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, my pleasure. And uh, you guys out there listening, uh, we'll see you next week. And I think we're just going to keep it like a surprise from now on, right? We're just going to keep...
1: Yeah, we'll see. That's how it's been for the most part. Until we hear differently.
0: Yeah, or think differently. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just keep it that way.
1: Sounds good. Thanks for listening.